Sunny Las Vegas, Nevada. America's entertainment capital. Sanchez, conservative talk show host. I've been waiting for this night to come. Now it's time for me to take my place. The makeup running down my face. Broadcasting from his undisclosed bunker studios, the dawn of Las Vegas, Steve Sanchez. On the talk of Las Vegas. Hour number two, Wednesday edition of the show. Glad that you're with me. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program. I just wanted to make sure everyone knew the great news. I I, I don't know if you've heard it or not, but I, I hope you have. If you haven't, I'll go ahead and tell you here the great news. Jill Jill Biden has vowed that her husband will debate Trump. He'll be there. Isn't that great? Isn't it great that Jill Biden actually is, well, the Joe, Joe Biden's the ventriloquist dummy and Jill Biden's talking for her. Maybe that's what's going to happen. Maybe you'll see Joe Biden's mouth going. And it looks like that now. I mean, if you've seen him, all the plastic surgery and stuff. But in any event, just in case you didn't know, Jill Biden has said my hubby will be there to debate Trump. Good God. Isn't it embarrassing that one's wife has to be speaking on your behalf. It would be like my wife coming on here and saying, hey, everybody, uh, this is Marie Sanchez, and Steve's not going to be on tonight, but I'll go ahead and do the show. Well, some of you might like that, but, you know, it's weird. It's weird. But Jill Biden is trying to, well, make us believe that Joe Biden will participate. He'll be there in all three of the debates So I guess my question is, if that's true, what are they doing to Joe Biden right now to make him alert? I mean, it just as of today, he has said some things that are, well, really out of place. I mean, pretty out of character. Well, I shouldn't say out of character because Joe Biden is sticking his foot in his mouth for years, for years and years. And if you go on my Facebook page, the Steve Sanchez Show on my Facebook page, we put a parody up there of some clips, a collage, so to speak, of Joe Biden and the many gaffes that he has had. Now, I know some will say Trump has had gaffes, too, and he has. I mean, remember that one time where he said, God bless these United States of America. And, you know, people said he's having a mini stroke. Some people said, my God, his false teeth were falling out. I don't think he has false teeth. I think he has, you know, implants. I don't know. I mean, because those are pretty square and white. So I I, I, I would think that they're implants. Um, but in any event, um, Trump has had gaffes. <laughs> There's no question about it. All presidents have. I remember George Bush. Yeah, there's an old story I want to tell you. Uh, fool me once and uh, fool me, uh, fool me. Tw- uh, well, just don't fool me again. That was the moment for me that I said, what the hell did I do? What the hell did I do? I put my vote in there. I mean, what else was I supposed to do? Go with John Kerry? I mean, Lurch? I mean, literally, if they were going to do a modern Adams family, John Kerry gets the role hands down. You rang Gomez? I mean, there's no question. 
And then prior to that, it was Al Gore. You know, the guy that invented the Internet. Oh, you don't remember that? Yeah, Al Gore said he invented the Internet. And so what do you do? I mean, I went for the compassionate conservative. That's what I did. I mean, what do you do? And uh, I've got to say, look, I, I mean, no matter George W., and he's a globalist, and, and I, I, the, the, the second term of his presidency was god-awful, but Joe, George W. Bush did do some good things. I have to, you know, I, I don't like a lot of the stuff. He's globalist tendencies. I know he's not, you know, weapons of mass destruction, but there were a few things uh, that he did that were, you know, thumbs up. I mean, we have to be intellectually honest. I mean, at least we'll do that here. But Joe Biden, he takes gaffes to a whole other level. It's not that level. It's not the George W. Bush level. He was just a dum-dum. It's not Donald Trump's level. Donald Trump just, you know, sometimes says things and you know, he says it before he thinks. I mean, come on. I think we can all agree with that. That's fine. He's not a typical politician. I mean, that's why he was elected. He's the outsider. But for 50 years, Joe Biden has said some stuff. I mean, Joe Biden has sniffed so much hair. I mean, you would think that Joe Biden would have literal cobwebs coming out of his nostrils from all the hair that he has sniffed over the years. I mean, that man loves to smell hair and he loves to smell neck. He just does. He just does. I mean, it was funny because we were looking at some things here in the studio before the show. And producer Nate was showing me some content stuff, and I was looking at Joe Biden hugging Hillary Clinton on, uh, you know, I, I don't remember where she came off a plane. I think it was. And, he, you know, she's talking to him, and he's hugging her still. And it's very inappropriate the way he's hugging her. And, and, and you could even tell that Hillary, the Luciferian witch herself, was very uncomfortable. And I'm thinking, Joe, you better make sure that you don't drink your coffee tonight because you're dead. I, I mean, the guy's weird. I've got a clip for you just to prove and for you to hear for yourself how out of place, how out of step Joe Biden really is. Sean, can we run that clip? Okay, well, Sean's on the phone with another caller, so that cue didn't happen as it should, but that's okay. Sean, just let me know when you're ready for that, and we'll get right to it. Okay, Uh, before Sean runs that, let me just set it up again, that this is Joe Biden, once again, here for yourself, and then let's break it down and, and, and see if Trump did what he did, if Trump would get away with it. All right, let's run that. No, I haven't taken the test. Why the hell would I take a test? Come on, man. That's like saying you, before you got in this program, you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not. What do you think, huh? Are, are you a junkie? You, did you hear that? I mean, Joe Biden, first off, he's talking to a black reporter. Now, some will say eh, he didn't mean it because the guy was black. You don't know that. I don't know that. But pretty poor taste of words. I mean, Joe Biden is upset because at least this reporter's asking a legitimate question. Should you take a cognitive test? Joe Biden says he should. He has. He hasn't. He has. And then he gets upset because, you know, Joe Biden, an old man. That's why he says, come on, man. I mean, Joe Biden is an old man. He's reliving his days of corn pop. He's an old man and he got offended. So he goes and he attacks this reporter who's black, by the way, and asks him, have you ever taken a test for cocaine? 
Or are you a junkie? It'd be the same thing. That's what he's asking him. He's like, come on, man. You asking me this about a cognitive test, cognitive test is like me asking you, have you ever, you know, taken a test for cocaine? I mean, where's the outrage? No, seriously. Do you know if Donald Trump said that to this black reporter? If you think the country has burned down as it's been burning down in places because of the so-called systemic racism, what do you think would have happened if this was Donald Trump? What do you think? If Donald Trump said that same thing, what do you think would happen? Now, some will say Donald Trump has said worse. Please tell me what that is. I'd love to hear it, please. Because I know there's a lot of liberals in this audience. There's a lot of Democrats. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. There's only a couple libs that actually have the guts to go into the lion's den here. And I got to give them credit that they do it. But don't be afraid. We can have intellectual debate because I'm seriously trying to find out how you can justify Joe Biden saying what he said. And if you think you can and you think that Trump has said worse, then I would like to know what has Trump said to a black reporter as bad as this? I mean, come on. It was just uh, what is it, Charlemagne the God? Uh, producer Nate, when uh, Joe Biden was on uh, his show a few weeks ago, and he said, come on, man, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. Well, Charlemagne the God didn't, take, <laughs> didn't like that very much. But, of course, the mainstream media buries that down. And, you know, if it was Trump, oh, my gosh. I mean, we allow these Democrats to get away with this. It's like when Hillary Clinton was running for president. Remember, she was on uh, a serious talk radio show with Sirius Satellite. Don't remember the show's name, but uh, they were black hosts that had Hillary on. And they're, they're asking her, you know, what's the strangest thing or that you carry in your purse or whatever? And she goes, my hot sauce. Now, you know damn well Hillary Clinton wasn't carrying around Louisiana hot sauce. If I was one of the broadcasters, I would have said, show me the hot sauce. But, of course, they didn't because they allowed Democrats to literally play this political thing. Remember when Hillary Clinton said some of those things when she was doing that draw? And I know you remember that even Andrew uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She was talking to a predominant black audience, and she's talking like she's African-American with some type of slang, like she's a rapper. And then CNN comes out and says, Jake, Jake Tapper, oh, it's okay. It's okay to do that based on the demographic. What? <laughs> That's okay? But if Donald Trump did that, if a white man did that, the country would burn more than it has already. Now, some will say, Steve, you get away with saying all kinds of stuff because you're Hispanic. Well, let me tell you this. I don't care if my last name was Sanchez or if my last name was Jones. I'm going to say what I want to say, when I want to say it, how I want to say it, to who I want to say it. Because the last time I checked, we have a First Amendment in this country. The last time I checked. And the things that I say, no one can ever try to tell me that they're out of turn that they are denigrating someone. I'm saying the same damn things that everybody else is saying. But some people say, well, you're a Hispanic, so, you know, you, you, you get away with it. Okay, well, whatever. The last time I checked, I don't judge anybody by the color of their skin, only by the content of their character. I don't care about what color of the crayon box you're in. I, I just, or who, who, who you are. If you're black, white, brown, and I've said it many a times, pink with polka dots, it just doesn't matter to me. So let me ask you this, friends. Hearing that clip regarding Joe Biden, 
Do you think that the Democrat, do you think this once and for all? You know what I'm hearing? I'm hearing that Joe Biden is putting his foot in his mouth so much that Joe Biden may not even be the nominee. That Joe Biden, there's rumor out there that Joe Biden will not even be the nominee. This is why Joe Biden is scrapping his plans to accept the nomination in Milwaukee at the Democratic uh, convention. He's going to be doing it in Delaware. To me, that doesn't say anything. I mean, he's doing it because of COVID-19. That's what he's saying. Okay, I've got to give the man the benefit of the doubt. i got to give the campaign the benefit of the doubt. But I'm hearing some chatter out there that right now the Democrats are scrambling Is this true? Could it be true? What are your thoughts, friends? 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the conversation. This is Steve Sanchez. Let's take a quick break, come back, and start taking some of those calls. Don't go away. A truthful take on our troubled times. It's Steve Sanchez. Welcome back. Steve Sanchez, 702-257-5396. Producer Nate, let me know at the break. It's called code switching uh, that Jake Tapper had said about AOC and Hillary Clinton, you know, when they change their dialect based on where they're at. And, you know, that's the left. What do you expect from the left? I mean, that's what they do. All right. Let's go ahead and get right back to business here. Let's jump over to uh, Steve. Steve, you're next. Welcome to the program. Hey, Steve. How you doing tonight? I'm good. Thank you. Steve, a comment you made about Joe Biden and his mental issues and the things he says. Do you yeah. remember when Trump made the comment about the accountant? He had an African-American accountant. He goes, I don't want a black man counting my money. I want somebody with a yarmulke. They're still uh, jumping all over him for that. So, yes, what Biden said, it's going to come back to bite him because he's in enough trouble as it is. And uh, I really think Michelle Obama is going to be the next running mate. That's what I think. It's going to be. That's so you think, you think Michelle is going to be his VP choice? Right, because here's the plan. He gets in. A week later, he's too sick or a doctor to quit. I mean, he doesn't have to. We can resign, and then boom, mm-hmm. we got somebody for a president we really don't want. I think that's been the plan the whole time, you know? Just pray he gets in. But the running mate is going to be the president because he's not going to stay long at all. Oh, there's that's no question about it that, that you got to keep a watchful eye of who his VP choice is. I mean, that, that's the whole plan is, you know, if Joe Biden stays in this, and and yeah. if Joe Biden does debate, and let's say by you know the skin of his teeth, Joe Biden wins, uh, yeah, it's the VP that you've got to watch for because that person would be the next president eventually. Right, Steve. Can I have time for one more quick comment? I know sure, you get a lot sure of calls. Is that okay? Absolutely. All right, Steve. If you look at Newsweek, August third, there's an article: uh, Sweden's COVID nineteen death rate lower than Spain. Get this. Here's the gist of it. There's 10 million people in Sweden. They're not wearing masks for the most part, and they didn't lock down, and they're not disinfecting everything you touch, breathe, or whatever. And here's the deal. They've got 5,760 people dead out of 10 million, one in 1,700. Here we got about three in 100. So basically, in 1,700 people here, we got 51 dead. Their death rate is 50 times lower than the U.S., and they're not locking down, and they're not... Uh, wear a mask, and they're not getting ready to inject us with virus, uh, with uh, vaccines full of mercury and all kinds of other crap. So, 
you know, you think about it, Steve. Is this a pandemic or a pandemic? <laughs> yeah, no, great point, John. Uh, excuse me, Steve, and I do appreciate uh, the call. Now, I've heard these things, and I've seen, you know, Denmark and some of the other statistics out there. And it, it's hard to say, look, it's hard to say where you're catching COVID when you get it. Could it have been at a rally? Sure. Could it have been at um, a protest? Sure. Could it have been when you went to the grocery store for 10 minutes? Yeah, of course. We, you know, so there's this argument of masks, not masks. There's this argument of social distancing, not social distancing. There's this argument of herd immunity and, and, you know, not having this lockdown and, you know, I, I tend to believe and and tend to look at all of this and say there's some great argument in every camp there really is. Uh, do I think that this has turned very political since after April? Yeah, I do. No question about it. Uh, there's no question about it. All right, let's go ahead and take another call before we bounce, uh, bounce to break. Let's go over to uh, John. You're next. Welcome to the show. Steve. Uh, actually, I was calling because you had mentioned Alex Jones yesterday and mm -hmm. some of the things you've been discussing today, and I thought I'd call and tell you why I listen to your show and why I can't stand Alex Jones' show. <laughs> okay. uh, there are times where I think you get a little conspiracy theorist. Mm -hmm. However, the thing I've noticed that you do is you'll say, in my opinion, I yeah. believe this. Uh, things like that. Not saying gospel truth like Alex Jones tends to do. Yeah, that uh, he did mention that Alex Jones gets some things right. However, if you know if you predict ten thousand things and three come true, then it's easier to say, "Look, I predict." Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, what about the tons of other ones that didn't come true? Yeah, that's fair. That that that's fair to say. Uh, John and and you know and I appreciate you, you know you saying that and it is my opinion and I know a lot of people share it and some people don't and there is some conspiracy things I know that can sound conspiratorial but um, you know I've always believed that when we get labeled as conspiracy theorists I'm not saying you're doing that at all but I'm saying out there in general when people say you're a conspiracy theorist to me I just think that uh, before we use that label we need to look at people and see if they just have independent thought. And when they do have independent thought and they're asking questions, maybe those questions need to be answered. And I, I think a lot of people feel that way. John, don't you? Oh, yeah. And, and there's no doubt things that were once time considered conspiracy theories like Operation Paperclip, which have yeah. proven to be accurate. Not, right. not It's no longer a conspiracy theory. It, it was true. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. you know, sometimes these things do come true. Yeah, no, very true. No, very true. John, I appreciate the call, man. I'm up on break, but uh, thank you. Thanks for the kind words. But uh, lots more to come on a very busy night. Steve Sanchez, 702-257-5396 is how you enter the program. Let's take this break. When we come back, let's get right back to the phone. program steve sanchez we have just too much fun here i guess we just got to keep things private and uh laugh uh, but <laughs> all right uh 702-257-5396 is is how you weigh into the program you know oprah pulled something the other day we talked a little bit about it yesterday 
regarding um, this new this show that she's doing and and you know talking about it's called the Oprah Conversation and we spoke a little bit about it yesterday and she got as many white liberals as she could into this and you know pretty much you know <laughs> encouraged them to admit that they were racists. It's backfired on her. I mean, black critics are coming out saying, what did you, you know, what are you doing? Um, you can't do that when there's no truth to it. So I guess what I'm trying to say is you can create a narrative. You can create innuendo. You can make false accusations. You can do cute this, cute that. But at the end of the day, you're still stuck with your reality. And, and, and Oprah is stuck with hers. Now, look, she's worth, what, almost $3 billion? And I can assure you that black and white and brown and purple with polka dots helped her achieve that success level. It's, But, you know, this is the left. This is the left. They, they stop at nothing to use theatrics to try to sway you to believe a certain ideology that is backfiring horribly. Here's a great example. The uh, Senate Judiciary Committee uh, met yesterday. And of course, uh, Ted Cruz is the uh, Ted Cruz is the chairman of that, and he was talking about Antifa and the violence, and you, we can't deny that that's not happening. Well, uh, Maisie uh, Hirono, she's a you know Senator Democrat Hawaii, had to get out of there. In fact, you know because Ted Cruz kept you know uh, pushing her to condemn the actions of Antifa, but she wouldn't do it. So instead, she decided to bail. Doesn't this kind of tell you something that? If you cannot condemn the actions of a group that are burning down cities, beating people up, then you're a problem. You're a problem. Now, some will say, oh, I don't really uh, agree with that, but there's a lot of you know people in Antifa. That's not what they're about. That's what they are about. They're anarchists. They're... Uh, uh, they're they're the worst of the worst is who they are. And there's a lot of people like that, sadly, in your communities and in your work environments that have that that thought process, that belief system. They're sick. There's just some people that you have to recognize, friends, that are sick. They're sick people. They're never, ever happy unless they're creating um, chaos or trying to you know, strike up division or strife. There's a lot of people like that. They're just like Antifa. And you see that everywhere. I mean, you're going to tell me you don't. We're seeing more and more of it now. It doesn't take one long to realize by one's own ears or their own eyes that there's many people like that out there. They're just unhappy people that are dangerous, too, because they don't have a screw. I mean, they got a screw loose. And we're seeing that more and more and more. And I'm glad Ted Cruz challenged Maisie Hirono. I, I'm, I'm glad. I, I, and because I don't care if I'm to the left or to the right, Antifa's actions are wrong, period. And what is so hard about saying that? I, I mean, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, what is so wrong about saying that very thing? I mean, it, it's so crazy. How we're coddling these people. These are the participation trophy people I'm talking about. That even a judge has suggested up in Portland, his name is Michael Simon, U.S. District Court judge. 
has uh, basically, and he's mulling this over right now, whether he'll require, get this, federal officers in Portland to wear large identifying numbers on them so that people can identify them easier in case of excessive force. Doesn't this sound like something out of 1984? I mean, <laughs> pay attention to the judges, friends out there that, that are running. You know, believe me, there's some dangerous people at the bench. Mulling over whether he's going to require federal officers in Portland to wear these large identifying numbers, kind of like jerseys. There'll be jerseys like like sports players wear. I know we never thought we would get here in America, but we see a lot of people like this, maybe in our own associations, and, and, and they're just not normal. They're not happy. See, when, unpe- when unhappy people are really just miserable, I mean, they really are, and they got a psychological issue, and people really know that. They're always trying to just cause division and strife, and that's what these Antifa types are. They're not happy people. They are channeling and and going for a cause that is completely destructive. And to me, it makes no sense. And to people that have smarts and a brain, it, it just makes no sense. But, you know, this is the times we live in. Sadly, it just is what it is. All right, let's go ahead and go ahead and uh, take a, a few more calls. Excuse me, that are on hold. Let's go over to Charles. You're next. Welcome to the program. Howdy, Steve. Uh, I, I got to say, first off, the little skepticism in one life except for my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is a healthy thing. It reminds me of the old phrase, let the buyer beware. Now, as far as um, Biden becoming president, doesn't he remind you? Remember, you're old enough to remember Max Headroom, aren't you? Oh, yeah, I do remember that. (laughs) Yeah, didn't he do the Coca-Cola commercials, I think? Yeah, well, he he was a show on MTV way back in the day, back in the 80s. Oh, yeah, this was the 80s, 84, 85, 86. And then he got yes, extremely Absolutely. popular. Yeah, of course. Now, it, the the thing that you have to understand about what's going on here is everyone realizes that Biden is the president, but he won't be the president. Basically, what they're doing is they're running him as a generic Democrat on a poll. It's, it's, it's like it's how you scope together a poll. If you ask how the presidency do versus a generic fill in the name Democrat, you're going to get a certain amount of responses. I, I used to work in a polling place many, many years ago. I know how this how this works. And at this point, I, Biden, they throw out the idea of not doing any debates whatsoever. That ain't going to work for the American people. I'm sorry, but this country may have gone way down the river, but we haven't gone that far yet. I, I give the American public a lot more credit than, unfortunately, a lot of these Democrats do. I think they figure that we're all just stupid. And... I wonder if they wait until September to have the first debate, there's going to be places that have their polling places and are actually allowing voting before the first debate even takes place. And that's their goal is to push this back as far as they can and blame Trump that he won't meet their conditions. Oh, that's exactly part of what they're doing, uh, Charles. And, And unfortunately, it looks like they're going to be successful at it. And that's that's the problem. Uh, and I do appreciate the call. Thank you. I, I just, it, it's obvious. I think it's obvious to someone that has common sense that this is what's happening. 
And you're right. And it's funny that you say about Max Headroom because, you know, as you said that, I'm visualizing it and I'm thinking that is Joe Biden, you know, always putting his foot in his mouth uh, about something. 702-257-5396 is how you weigh into the program. 702-257-5396. Let's get right back to business. Brady, you're next. Welcome to the program. Yeah, right on, Steve. Uh, did you hear what Joe Biden's new model is going to be now? No. If you're going to vote for Trump and still smoke the crack, then you're definitely a junkie and not a black. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Joe Biden is the things that he says, just like I played that clip a little bit ago. You know, if Trump said that any any Republican ever said anything like that, it would be nonstop coverage on radio and on TV regarding the racist remarks and the stereotyping, et cetera, et cetera. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, I totally agree. And, and you were talking about that Maisie Hirano. What yeah. a pathetic creature these people have become. And all these people portray themselves when they're there in these justice committees and they're asking these questions like they had Sandra Yates or whatever. And Sally right. Yates was in today. And last week they had Barr. How they treat these people are, I don't know how they can be so horrendous and so disrespectful to the republic. They should be thrown out of Congress. It's, it's, it's incredible. It, it's, it's so shocking what they do, how they do it, and how they're allowed to get away with it. It's just like the example with Bill Barr when Bill Barr was up at committee and how Jerry Nadler, you know, handled him and the disrespect. It's, it's wow, you know, look, have, have we really gotten to that point? I guess we have. I guess we have that, you know, you can't be on one side of the fence and not have someone literally come after you for everything. It's obsessive. It's creepy is what it is. I mean, it's just creepy. But there's people like that that are just creepy. I mean, just imagine if you live rent-free in someone's head all the time. I mean, just imagine. I know what that feels like to actually live rent-free in someone's head all the time. Is that something? I mean, my wife talked about it. I mean, most of my colleagues in business and production laugh about it uh, because it's creepy. And tell me it's not creepy. My God, I'm going to have to get some night camera vision uh, or some night vision cameras. <laughs> it's just, just creepy is what it is. Friends, Geiler Financial Group is going to be having their Financial Friday boot camp on August 21st. I want to make sure that you attend that. I will be a special guest. But it's going to be good. And I'm telling you, it's timely right now. The election is, what, 90 days, less than 90 days away. There are a lot of warning signs out there regarding the markets. Wall Street, the big banking global cabal, and a lot of people have a lot of questions. So Rick Geiler is going to be doing this free webinar on August 21st, 1 p.m. Pacific time. It's You can join us for free. I encourage you to do that. It's real simple to register. You can go to financialfridaybootcamp.com. That's financialfridaybootcamp.com, or you can simply go old school and call 888-545-7182. That's 888-545-7182. Register for free. Now, everybody that registers is going to be giving, uh, getting the free white paper report. It's the one letter your banker and stockbroker hope you never read. And I'm telling you, it is good. I mean, when you read some of this, you're going to understand why. You really can't trust the Wall Street casino all the time 
and you really can't trust the big banking global cabal all the time. In fact, you even see Ron Paul out there doing these warnings now. He hasn't done that since 2008. So I would highly encourage you to be at this free webinar. Again, Financial Friday, bootcamp.com. Register for free there or 888-545-7182. This is Steve Sanchez. Quick break, and then we're going to come back, talk a little more on the election, and, of course, take your calls. Don't go away. Time for talking's over now, I guess it's time to let you go. But I don't, no, I don't mind at all. It's getting so you never know. All right. Welcome back. I'm telling you, I've got characters here. It's it, in the studio. When, you, when you're dealing with millennials, they make you laugh. I guess it's never a dull moment here. Uh, I want to remind you of a couple things before I, I jump over to some calls. The SteveSanchezShow.com website is where you go to find out everything about yours truly the other 22 hours of the day that I'm not here. We've got our featured stories, our media appearances, podcast archives, and, of course, our social media platform, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We do live streams pretty much every day, but we've got community forums on there, like-minded people, and, well, maybe some not-so-like-minded people on there. Uh, debating, discussing, sharing ideas, go there, make sure you're following me. Again, the stevesanchezshow.com website. All right, let's go ahead. He's been on hold for a long time. Let's go over to the left coast and talk to our friend who's under the regime of Comrade Newsom, Khalid the Patriot. Welcome to the program. Good evening, Steve. How are you, my friend? I am very good. Thank you. Absolutely wonderful. You know, Steve, how much I love your show, right? That's why I, I, I have the patience to stay on hold just so I can talk to you. You know that. Well, you and I do appreciate that. And you know how many listeners say that we love that you've kind of made a regular thing of uh, most of the time closing out with Khalid the Patriot, uh, people like you, uh, especially you being a younger man out in California, going boldly where no man goes. Absolutely. Well, Steve, you know, that gives me a really warm feeling in my chest area. So thank you and, and thank you to everybody else. I'm very humbled by that. Really, I am. Thank you. Absolutely. And producer Nate is laughing at you. He's pretending like he's playing a violin. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> producer Nate's saying, what did you do? Don't get me in trouble. I'm just kidding. Uh, no, so no, tell me, tell me what's on your mind, man. What's You got to fill me in. What's the 411 well, well, out in California? Steve. Well, Steve, um, I can tell you one thing about BLM and Antifa. I had the uh, privilege of being in uh, La Mesa on Saturday. It's a suburb city outside of San Diego, and basically we were protecting downtown La Mesa with uh, mostly bikers. And, uh, you know, Steve, these BLM Antifa people are so contradictive to themselves because they hate the police and want them defunded, but I can tell you of three instances where they asked the police for their help. <laughs> we're, and we're just laughing at them. It's like you, you guys hate the police and want them defunded, but when we took one of your signs, you asked the police, "Can we get our sign back?" And they walked over. Hey, can you give them back their sign? And we're going to comply. Here you go. Give the sign back to them. Incredible. You and the Antifa, them. the Antifa type, they're typically millennials, right? I mean, most of them, right oh, out there that are running. Oh. Steve, I can tell you the group of people that was there was mostly white and young girls. And the wow. hate coming out of them. Oh, my goodness. The yelling and the cussing. 
Uh, we had one of the girls on their side. She flashed us her breast, and some of us got blinded. We had to call the paramedics. Hey, we need some help, man. We got blinded. They came, okay, we're going to fix your blindness. Don't worry about it. And it's like, why are you doing that in public? You ought to get arrested for that. Like, what are you doing? Like, oh, my goodness. Are you crazy? Well, you know what's, well, you know what's funny about them is that they want to be taken seriously. And they say, Trump's not my president. He's this. He's done this. He's horrible. And then they're flashing you their boobs. I mean, that 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 just makes a lot of sense. Khalid, always a pleasure. I got to bounce. We're up on time. But be safe out there, man. Try to call back tomorrow. And if you do, we'll get you on in the first hour. And uh, do appreciate you. Real water. Have you, have you started drinking it yet? Uh, you should. I'll tell you why. Because the beyond alkalinity and the negative ions infused in every bottle of real water is real science that not only hydrates you, but it's good for you. There's a lot of science that proves that. I can only be a walking testimony for myself. You know, close to two years of drinking this, I haven't received a sinus infection. I used to get them all the time. Ear infections a couple times a year. Uh, I haven't. And the only thing I can tr attribute is drinking this water that has alkalinity and negative ions. Again, it's the only water bottled in America that offers this. You can get it right to your home by simply going to drinkrealwater.com. There's a Steve Sanchez special. You can get four five-gallon bottles of water, get this, for only 20 bucks delivered free to your home. You can go to drinkrealwater.com, find out about that special offer. You can just call them and say, hey, heard it on Steve Sanchez. Give me that special offer. Please do. Take care of our sponsors and advertisers. They keep us on the air. But truthfully, friends, real water is just good for you. Great night tonight. My good friend Ken Thompson, SportsX Radio, is next. Keep it right here. This is Steve Sanchez, and we'll catch you on the other side. You've been listening to Steve Sanchez. For more of Steve, visit the SteveSanchezShow.com.